What's up, folks? And welcome back to the Kentucky Podcast. As always, I'm your main host, Shannon. Joining me this week is our co-host, Lamox. Lamox, say what's up to the people. Uh, who, who are you? Uh, is that my name? Uh, uh. You would be the worst amnesiac ever. Like, I, if, if I ran into you on the street with amnesia, I would leave you there. <laughs> I, like, I don't know your name. Sorry. Am, am I that bad? Oh, man. <laughs> All right, <laughs> folks, this week we're going to be doing a review for the anime, uh, our final flash. That's right. This is our final flash from one of our first flashes from the uh, summer animation season, uh, Engage Kiss. Uh, but before we get to that review, we're going to go ahead and hit Mamats with the question of the week. What you got? So the question is simple, man. Um, what are your thoughts on... Um, Filler in any way. Um, should we so, I mean, just sit through them or just skip them or you know the question comes the if, question comes to why is there filler? Why is uh, it there? If there the show's not some, done some reasons in the studio or in the industry, who knows? Most why? of the time it's because the show's not finished and they need to stretch out the animation because it's going faster than the actual uh, mangas are. I yeah, e full usually. metal alchemist and full Malcolm's brotherhood. Yes. And then you have fillers. <laughs> and then you have fillers that are in there just to torture us. Like just Dragon to Ball torture Z. Us. And Naruto. <laughs> Where you bring up uh, a completely un- like a character you've never introduced to take us on a story of this character that we don't care about just to bring us back to the current time. And it's like you could have left that fool out this whole ass story. I mean and I wouldn't how about care. Bleach, though? How about Bleach? You know, Bleach actually wasn't that bad with the filler for me. Because Bleach, okay. when it did its arc system, the only real filler arc that I can think of is the Bount arc. And even then, it was meh, but it wasn't long enough to really drive me nuts. Naruto did whole, like, seasons worth of anime, all filler. Like, especially during the Great Ninja War, things just starting to get good. Oh, here's a filler. Here's, like, five or six filler episodes. I'm like, oh, you son of a bitch. I mean, bleach, uh, bleach, the Zampakuto arc, man. Uh, the sword arc. Uh, hold up, hold up. The sword arc, I enjoyed. I enjoyed the sword arc. I love seeing the Zampakuto come to life and seeing their, because um, they always make it seem like they have their own personalities, and we got to see that with Ichigo, but we don't get yes. to see that with anybody else. And we get to uh, see that with that did. arc. So I enjoyed that one. Uh, but the way they implemented it, and they just stopped, like, the final battle in the final arc and just shove it in there, man. Half midway through. And it is for like what? Fair. Um, half a year? <laughs> the, the, the feeling just go, goes on for half a year, man. That's fair. It really should have just been a, a movie and just let that be it. So, sh- should we, we enjoy and appreciate the feelers if it is good? <laughs> or should we just skip it and just if it serves Just a purpose, remain. enjoy it. Yeah. If it serves a purpose, mm. enjoy it. If not, skip it. But we're going to head over to Ranker.com because mm-hmm. they have an article just for this topic, and it's the 14 worst anime fillers you should skip at all costs. Now, you can <laughs> find this list at Ranker.com. You can find it over at Ranker.com, but we're going to go through, yeah. let's, let's say it's 14. We should be able to get through all 14. Yeah, all right, sure. Sure. That is a harsh statement to put like the worst filler that you must avoid at all times. But yeah, let's see if we agree with this list or not. Okay. Okay. Number one, every single recap episode. I could not agree with you more. Okay. Yes. And mm-hmm. I love the picture they use for this. It's, uh, oh, what is uh, Samurai Champloo. And it's just a cap. It's the, I can't remember the character's name because I never actually finished that one. Um, but the caption just reached, did a 26-episode anime really need a recap episode? This, all of this, I've watched 13-episode anime where episode 7 is a goddamn recap episode. Why? Yeah. <laughs> Who asked for that? I mean, maybe you watch too much anime and you need like a, a refresher and you just forgot about it, maybe? Then start it over again. It won't take you that long. It would take that long. A 12-episode yeah. anime 
a twelve hold on a twelve episode anime series in its entirety is what four hours of actual time. Yeah. Each episode being roughly twenty minutes or so, so that's three an hour. Uh, twelve divided by three, that's four. That's four hours. Yes. Just rewatch it if you've forgotten already. <laughs> um, I mean, people nowadays have like a very short um, attention span, right? So they don't want to. Well, they need to work on that. Time. You need to work on that shit. Work on it. <laughs> but I agree with number one. Every single recap episode sucks. They don't need to exist, you know. I don't know. I don't I've know. seen Maybe... one or two. I've seen no, no. I've seen one or two where they were done well, where mm-hmm. they folded it into a new episode, and they were just they basically were recapping you while taking you through the episode, to where it didn't feel like here's everything you missed, and it's just all recap. <laughs> it actually had an individual story, and wove the recaps into the story. Oh uh, yeah, I mean some some are good. But I think it is still um, better off not not being there at all. I guess, right? Like because Agreed. like I don't said, think that like, episode series, you just watch through them all. You don't need a recap or anything like that. You know, right? You don't need a recap. Unlike unlike if it is like like hundreds of episodes long, then yeah, sure, put put one in there just just for a good sake. <laughs> Right. Um, episode next. count for a recap 30. 30, huh? Okay. Maybe 50. Maybe 50. All right. Moving on to number two the Yoda arc from Naruto. You know, we I can't even one. remember who Yoda was. I can't even <laughs> remember who Yoda was. So, yeah, I agree with this 100%. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going no to um, I don't remember as well. I don't remember at all. So yeah, um, how should people skip this if we are, we don't remember at all about this thing? I mean, honestly, with Naruto, you can literally start like the first couple minutes of the episode, tell if it's filler, skip it. You won't have missed anything. I would mm. just start each episode, get to like three minutes in, and then realize you'll realize if it's filler or not. Okay, okay. The clan of weather manipulators. What? I I am reading the the um article down there. Oh, it's not worth reading. It's pointless. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, move on. Moving on. All right. Number three. This one they went savage with this. They had no chill. They woke up and chose straight violence. Black <laughs> Butler two. The whole thing. I agree. I have to agree. Hey, I've never, the first I've never one watched Black Butler 1, enough. so I couldn't say about 2. Oh, man. Number 1 is just completed the whole thing. And they just shove it in, like, season 2, just for, like, I don't know, maybe offensiveness. Like, like fangirls are, are gagaing all over this dude over there, man. That's the only reason they made it, because it was such, it was, the, the girls went nuts for Black Butler. So they're like, yeah. let's make a sequel. And it was just point like, I'm sure that's it was just a cash grab. Yes. I mean, there there's no real plot in there. Um I I just speechless about the, the whole story. Uh, it just go go going nowhere, man. It just right. like um Naruto's um um filler up there. It just go, going nowhere. It, it it doesn't like um it is not canon to the main story at all, I guess. And yeah, just watch the first season and just keep the the second season. This is right, man. Wow. All right, all right. Let's <laughs> hit number four. And speaking of what we just talked about, number four, the bound arc in Bleach. I mean, you called it. <laughs> it's right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, there. If you haven't watched Bleach, you don't know what we're talking about. If you've watched Bleach, you know what we're talking about. So we really don't need to say much more about this one. Um, season yeah. th- we're, so we're gonna we're gonna go to five, season okay, three okay. of Veroni Kenshin. Um, this one's a little weird. I, okay, so yeah, I mean, I can understand that you, reading their description. I can kind of understand because after the epic battle against Makoto Shishio, 
uh, wound down, the series devolved into a series of random and meandering filler episodes with no purpose or direction. The anime was canceled partway through the season, leaving viewers with nothing but frustration. This is one series that's desperately in need of a reboot, one that actually follows the manga. Agreed, because it went past where it was supposed to. Now, yeah. we will say, there is going to be a reboot of Ramona Tension. That being said, people are questioning if there should be, considering the, uh, the creator's checkered past, shall we say. Checkered past. Oh. I'm being, gener- I'm being, I'm being nice, okay? <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, let's move on to number six. The the Endless Eights, The Melancholy of Haruhui Suzumiya. This is something I've never Um, seen. Okay, Um, I I can vouch for this one. They have, um, like, four episodes of the setting um, looping looping around. I mean, just think of it like like the um, Groundhog Day, right? Is that the the movie? Mm -hmm. That's the movie. They have, yes. There are four episodes for just for this one, but interesting, interestingly, um, they have they use like the same script and all, but they have like a different perspective of it. Like they have like a different angle or different um, uh, animation. The, the whole thing is different, but it is the same thing all over again. <laughs> like for for four episodes. Um, yeah, okay. to be honest with you, when I watch this one. <laughs> I thought like I, I um I downloaded or I I click at, at the wrong episodes or maybe I click at the same episode <laughs> because it is just the same thing but there's like a minor details that like so different about it but for for the most part it is the same thing all over again man oh and I I skip right through it I skip like what two or three episodes of it <laughs> I, I never wanted to watch it at all. <laughs> okay, so yeah, so I guess that one's right. Yeah, that one is right. But I know right. there are minor details in there that they change um in every episode. Um, right. For those who like really like a, a hardcore fan of Harui Suzumiya, I don't know if you should watch them, but it is interesting with, uh, on how they did uh, the the thing in, in there, the look thing. So yeah, you can skip it though. <laughs> All right, so let's let's hit let, let's hit the top ten, and then we'll we'll go on to our main topic. Uh, mm-hmm. So okay, number seven, the Garlic Junior Saga from Dragon Ball Z. Um, now I will say this: I I I enjoyed this when I watched it as a kid. I didn't mm-hmm. realize it happened after the Frieza Saga. Oh. I thought this took place before, and I haven't watched it since I was a kid. Uh, so. Okay. So that is a saving grace over there, <laughs> right? So looking at looking at where it's actually supposed to be placed, I'm like, yeah, this is this is stupid. This doesn't make any damn sense because Gohan was entirely too fucking weak <laughs> in this fucking art. So I will I'll have to agree with that one. Uh, let, let's hit number eight: Eclipse Celestial Spirits arc from Fairy Tale. I don't think I've gotten this far in Fairy Tale because I don't recognize my boy Natsu with the dreads. So, all right. So, what's interesting about um, fairy tales uh, filler? It doesn't feel like a filler at all. So, I know it, it is not canon, but it it is a fun filler. And for for those of you uh, are are like what like a fairy tale fan, I don't think that you should skip this one because it is a fun art. But if you think like you want just want to watch like the the main story and yeah sure why not just keep this one you know yeah but for me my recommendation right. is that um just 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 watch the filler it doesn't feel like a filler at all all right number nine Decalore Islands uh, Islands are Pokemon every Pokemon episode is filler <laughs> wow it's all filler wow I don't care what? it's all filler. <laughs> So yeah, skip all the Pokemon. Moving on. Um, I mean, Pokemon, Pokemon is, is a kid anime, right? It it's supposed to be like that, right? It's supposed to be like the same thing happen all over again in in, in every episode, like Team Rocket blessing all all the way, every damn time, right? Right. So yeah, I don't know. Um, 
if you are an adult watching like Pokemon, what are you doing? Wasting their life. Oh my. All right, all right. Continue on. All right, number 10, the Goat Island arc from One Piece. I have nowhere near, anywhere, I'm, I'm not even halfway through One Piece. I'm not even going to fucking lie. So I have no idea what this is about. So I, I, I can't even comment on it. Um, yes, I have to agree. But the thing about this this particular filler is that um, it, it is kind of like the, the fairy tale, how they do it. Um, how they did it, um, it doesn't feel like a filler at all. But since it is not really canon to, to the main story, uh, it just um, labeled as a filler right there. I agree. You can just skip this this whole thing, um. But yeah, for the sake of it, just watch it. I mean, it's just like what one or two episodes long, so it is not that long. So yeah. All right. So I'm gonna speed run the last four. Uh, we got mm-hmm. the first three episodes of, of uh, Moya Shimon Returns, the Capsule Monsters arc from Yu Gi Oh. The Capsule Monsters arc from Yu Gi Oh. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that was season four of Inuyasha. Anything after like season two of Inuyasha is fucking filler. (laughs) I don't care because it's all just fucking. It's all rinse and repeat. That's all it is. There's no real development at all. So I mean, they are collecting the 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 pieces of the pearl, right? And uh, the Shikon jewel, yeah, yeah, and they, they, they haven't fought. They haven't fought Naraku at that point yet, right? In season four? They fought Naraku multiple times. Okay. <laughs> and that bitch was like, I have a new powerful attack that'll kill Naraku. Oh no, I've been hurt. I now have an immunity to that attack. The whole ass fuck. <laughs> Rinse and repeat, goddammit. Alright, so this is fucking weird. So it literally says in the title, 14 worst fillers. You get down to the list, there's only 13. Where is the 14? Where's the last one? <laughs> Come on, Ranker, get your shit together. <laughs> you only got 13, goddammit. Oh my All god. Right. So uh... I guess that's it for the list. That's it for the list <laughs> on Ranker.com of the 14 worst and worst fillers ever that you should absolutely you call out Ranker.com. Oh, oh yeah, I'm calling god. you out. Learn to count. Um, all right, let's get to the main topic of this. We're going to be finishing our review of Engage Kiss. Like I said before, this is the final flash from our first flash of this season. Uh, this is the one that we wanted to see the most, so we're going to go to view with a full review. For those of you who missed the first flash, here's a quick synopsis. This one's going to come from mine and Uh Bayron City, a pioneering metropolis built on a newly discovered energy source, promises every citizen a luxurious and comfortable lifestyle in reality, a young demon exterminator Shu Ogata's life is far from extravagant. Despite running on a private military running a private military business, he often struggles to make ends meet due to reckless expenses. Fortunately, Kisara, his demon partner, his demon partner, is more than eager to help Shu with household matters, albeit a little too forcefully for his comfort. The two work side by side, taking countermeasures against demon hazards, which stand at the big, as the biggest threat to the city. With danger lurking in the shadows, Shu and Kisara strive to grant the town's safety. However, exterminating the possessed comes with a price unbeknownst to others. That is a synopsis for, for uh, Engage Kiss from MindedMillist.net. All right, so we're going to start with scores and slogans like always. So mm-hmm. I, I'll go first with this one. I'm going to give this show... I'm going to give it a solid seven. Seven. I think, it's, I, I think a seven is fair. Um... And my slogan is going to be, for the one you love, you will sacrifice everything. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> wow. All right. Um, I will give it a, like a solid eight. And my slogan okay. for it is, um, what makes you, you? That's good. I like that. I actually like that one. I'm going with yours. All right, all right, all right. I, I will um gladly um take it this this week. <laughs> so um we did our first flash on this one. Um, it it, it is super great. It, it grabs our attention uh, at that point. And man, this this wasn't this disappointing at all. This is super great. <laughs> I, I love it. 
this is tr- truly well done. Um, except for for the ending, I I wasn't expected that kind of ending though. The ending was interesting. Mm-hmm. The ending was interesting. So before we dive into it, let let me give you a quick overview of the show. Yeah. So Shu is a demon exterminator. He's one okay. of a group of demon exterminators, uh, exterminating companies in the city. When there's an outbreak or a demon is on the rampage, they bid for the job. Whoever's the cheapest gets the job. Shu usually undercuts everybody and just takes it for like the bare bones price he can. <laughs> and Shu's, Shu's, the only reason he's doing all this and he's partnered with this demon Kisada is because his, his father and his sister were killed in a mining accident and they blamed his and- father. And, his and he wants too. to clear his father's name. No, not his mother. I mean, at that point, he doesn't know that. Well, that, that yeah, that, at that, that point, yeah. And his mother. At that point, we, we it's his mother. Um, yeah. So his whole thing is like, he just wants to clear his father's name and find out what happened to them. Yeah. So he partners with Kisada, who's the only demon in the city who is not being hunted and trying to kill, to people trying to kill her. Mm-hmm. And the thing is that no one pays attention to or has learned is that Shu has to kiss Kisara every time he goes to fight or every time she fights. And in order for her to get more power, she has to consume something from him. That's their demon. That's their demon contract. Yeah. Well, he's exchanged. He's exchanging his memories to give her power. So she'll fight for him. So every time he fight, every time she fights, he loses a bit of his past more and more and more. Ooh. And the story is, is really good. And we mm-hmm. get to this point where we're trying to figure out who's doing what, what's the cause of all this, who's really on your side. And it's just yeah. done really freaking well. Oh my god. So yes. the only reason I the only reason I gave it a seven was I got kind of bored with the romance aspect of it about halfway mm-hmm. through. I mean where you've got it's part of he, the story. Was, it's part of the story, but it's I find it almost unnecessary. Because it's not the part where it's the fact that she was like, they keep, they bring in, he's got his girl because he's in love with, well, Kisara's in love with him. Mm -hmm. He's kind of in love with Kisara. Then you have Ayano who's in love with Shu and Shu used to be in love with Ayano, but now he can't remember because he, she ate those memories. And Kisara has a nasty fucking habit of consuming Mm -hmm. memories specifically of other women that Shu has been in love with or had relations with. Relations by relations, I mean the biblical kind. If you don't know what that is, yes. you're probably too old to be on, too young to be on this podcast. There's the door. <laughs> um, <laughs> so she specifically targets those memories while taking the others. I mean, that is the, the, the depressing part in here, though. You know that, right? But that's not that's not the problem. That's not the thing I have a problem with. That's not the thing I have a problem with. We, we're going through this whole thing where Shu is in love with Kisara, Kisara is in love with Shu, Shu is in love with Ayano, Ayano is in love with Shu, but Shu don't remember. And I'm like, cool, love triangle. Will they, mm-hmm. won't they? Is he going to get his memories back? Is she still going to mm-hmm. commit to him? Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And then you got the nun come out of freaking left field. <laughs> and I'm not I'm de- kidding when I say though. nun. I'm not kidding yes. when I say a nun. She is a nun, nun from an mm-hmm. abbey who happens to be a battle nun. Okay. Like, I'm talking showing up and just murking demons full force. And then, well, guess what? She used to date her, too. And it's like, it's getting a little out of hand. Like, you're almost I mean, to the point where you're you're getting, you're muddying the waters too much between what your show is trying to be. And you're trying to throw that harem, like, harem title in there just a little bit. And it's like, just stop it. Just let it go. We don't need the harem title with this one. Yeah, I mean... Um, but by making like um the nun a- as part of, of the love uh, quadruple, I guess now <laughs> the triangle, <laughs> it, it's a bit too much. But I I think it, it's okay, it's okay, because they they need to put it in there somewhere, right? Because it it is part of, of the plot as well uh, on how um uh shoe uh first time met Kisara in, in that cave. Because it was like uh, with the help of of that nun, Sharon, I guess um, her name is. Yeah, I mean, I I'm fine with her being in the show, and like, I'm fine with every part about her being in the show, other than her being another love interest for Shu. 
mm-hmm. if they just brought her in and say, oh, she was my partner at one time and we betrayed each other and left out all of the romantic, like sexual tension stuff, I would have been fine with her. But it's the fact that they tried to input another love interest into the show. When it, I don't think it was necessary. I think focusing on the rivalry between Kisara and um, uh, Ayano, Ayano. what would have been much more fulfilling. Yeah, Ayano uh, would have been much more fulfilling and much more interesting without adding in um, sharing. I mean, I guess they realize this this part as well. So they don't make like Sharon like a really like uh like obsessive over you uh in this story, right? Because right mm-hmm. at the end, like Sharon left the the city and putting on with with her job, so I I think it it is like a a good level of involvement in that, trying to not muddy the water too much, I guess. I mean, in the end, it, it is part of, of the storyline where um how Shu um find out where um Kisara was in in that cave. Um, he needs Sharon's help to find Kisara and help to like pin down Kisara at, at that moment. So they need to, to have something in there to spice things up. No? Yeah, and again, I, I would have been fine with that, with her coming in as, a, as an ex-partner, but leaving out the romantic aspect. Just, I yeah. work for the Abbey, he's a demon hunter, we had a mutual goal, and then we cro- double-crossed each other. And just left out the whole sexual and romantic stuff from that part. And I think it would have played out just fine. Um, now, where the show lost points for me, and if, if y'all been watching the show for a minute, you know how I feel about this. The power system don't make sense. Here's why. <laughs> yes! It doesn't make I thought, sense. Okay, okay. I thought they explained things out right at the end. No, no, and I'm I'm, I'm going to give you a clear example right now. Okay. How do humans fight demons? Uh, with um guns and blade and magic power, I guess. You're wrong about the magic power. <laughs> This is the problem. Okay. Out of all the companies that hunt demons, all mm-hmm. of them use guns, drones, mm-hmm. basic technology other yeah. than two. You have Let me see if I can find his name. I don't know if they'll have it here. Um, Shu, for one, is the only one who uses magic bullets. Explain to me why Shu can use magic bullets, please. I would love um, to hear the answer. This They is never my talk assumption. about it. This is my assumption. Maybe that is uh, a part of, of his contract with the demon. Then say that. We had a uh, whole episode discussing their contract. A whole episode discussing their contract. And it was not mentioned once. Um, they they just gloss over it, uh, like like a one liner. Um, when when Shu partnering with the nun, right? Or when Shu left um, Ayano. Uh, the first time, um, he said to Ayano that um, he need more combat powers. It's either he say to um Ayano or to Sharon, uh, um. I think he Wait said minute, it to, to, to the he, no no he no no he used the magic bullet trick against Kisara when she was still when he was fought her with Sharon. No, he wasn't using it. Right. I could swear he was using the gun. He was using the magic gun thingy when he fought Kisara the first time. No no no. Um, the the first time that he um encountered um Kisara, should is like a normal human. She was um, choked by Kisara, and um, he was um, really like in a dying matter right there. And Sharon from behind just slice or pierce um, Kisara down. Right, but that wasn't the end of the fight, though. That was the end of the scene in that episode. A few episodes yes. later, they went back to that same fight where where Sharon and Shu actually fought Kisara. We mm-hmm. actually saw the combat go down, and in that fight. Um. He used the magic bullet. Did he? I'm fairly certain. And another If another he... um guess of mine is that she said that um Shu is, is 
uh, has a like a lineage of a demon as well. Um, Kisara was a distant relative of his. Yeah, but that doesn't so, explain what that de- that does not explain how he all of a sudden has magic abilities. So maybe he was like maybe like a quarter demon or something like that. And well, no, no, no. It said that power? Kisara. Well, no, it says Kisara was it was shares a bloodline with Shu. Not that Shu was part demon. It said that his ancestor seduced a demon woman. Mm-hmm. And that gave birth to Kisara. So the bloodline ends there. Another relative of Shu's is the or Shu's ancestor is a different line. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be a line from Kisara down because that would make Kisara his great grandmother or great aunt of some kind in that regard. So it's an off branch of his family. Yeah, I also said that um uh, Shu's um father. Um, is the one who sealed uh, Asmodeus at, at that point. Right, he sealed right. Asmodeus, but it does again doesn't explain the magic bullets. It simply so talks I, about I the guess it, father it is, had abilities. It, 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 in the blood, it is, it is in the family that their family has power, I guess. Some sort of power, or magical power. Yeah, but again, there's no explanation. Yeah, there are no real explain explanations. Explain your power but... system. <laughs> but yeah. Because here's the other one. Here's the other one. The only other dude to fight without using bullets is the Justice. That's that's apparently that's his fucking name, the Justice, and he uses those power gauntlets. That's it. Hmm. The one that uh, fighting the 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 nun, right? The one who got his ass whooped by the nun. Yeah. wasn't even a fight. He got beat down. <laughs> <laughs> she put that fool in his place. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, um, Sharon is super strong, you know. Oh man, she is. She's she is. Savage, <laughs> savage, man. Oh my. So that that's my biggest pet peeve right now is the power system doesn't make sense, and Kisara's strength level doesn't make. It's not consistent. It's not consistent because mm-hmm. we've seen fights. I mean, we've seen fights with them where he's given her memories from like the last day, where she's just as strong as take all my memories from three years ago or take whatever you need and she's still at the same what appears to be the same power level every time. So if that's the but case... At, I mean, but at the end, it is not what converted the, the um, Kisara power because um, they explained to us, right, um, Kisara from the, from the start was um, converting her own memory, her own past memory to uh, to make it into power, so it, it was not um, Shu in the first place, right? But then in the final battle between Kisara and Kana, what happened there? She didn't use her own memories. Mm-hmm. She didn't use Shu's memories. Mm-hmm. So what a power! But they had from? a kiss. They had a kiss together. Something must have been lost there, but who knows what. Again, no explanation. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. No explanation. Issues. Issues, issues, issues. <sighs> but other than that, though, um, th- this one is r- really um, well made. People who made this one, uh, like, really um, put the details down in, in the story, you know, in the story department. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The details in the story are great. The twist was a little bit. I saw it coming a little bit. Yeah, like it, <laughs> I mean, like the moment, the moment, the moment, the moment the detective was like, "I know who it is." I was like, "So do I." <laughs> so, do. <laughs> so, so do I. Oh shit! And who else? <laughs> right. Like no, I knew who it was gonna be. So, but overall, <laughs> this this is a solid friggin' show. Oh yeah, I enjoyed. All, all the way through, man. Not, not even that. The way the the um, animation or the art style or how they portray their emotion with just like how the eyes move, how they make like the facial expression, man. They don't need like like a, a long word to describe it. Like just a simple like a glance, like a, a simple like um making like a de- depressing like a, like a, make, making a face, you know. And we yeah. just 
know how, how they feel about it, but oh, this is so great. <laughs> this is not only like like a visual feast. Uh, this is like all like visual and audio piece uh, combined into one. You know, the, I I won't call it like a masterpiece, but this is so well made. Um, I really love the story, and I love um they just put an end there, right? They they doesn't like put like a cliffhanger or something like that in there. So here's the question. Um is Asmodeus really gone um in here? Did no, the demon really like disappear? No, Asmodeus will be back. They even said that they've they've um said they weakened her for now or something along those lines. But the, we know she's not that Asmodeus is gone. Do we really like a second season for this one? Um, I would like a second season. I'd like to see where they could try to take it. Because I mean, they also said something else interesting. They said something interesting in the, on the final episode. Mm-hmm. When they were talking, when they said he'd be rolling in his grave if he knew what happened. And he's like, you and I both know <laughs> he's not dead. That is just a joke. No, they said you and I both. No, they said you and I both know he's not dead. Yeah. Insinuating that Shu's father is alive. I, I thought they said like Shu will be rolling in in, in his grave. No, Shu, they, not not Shu's, Shu's father. Said, no, they specifically said he would be rolling in his grave. Oh, I thought they, they like mentioned you right there, man. In, mm-hmm. in in this conversation, not Shu's father. Nope, 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 nope. So they they insinuated that Shu is that Shu's father is still alive. Oh my god! If that is true, that uh, that would be really interesting. Yeah. And we have like the 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 strongest demon uh, in town now, Kana, right? Oh yeah, Kana's <laughs> on their team now. It's like, <laughs> have fun with that one. Like, I ain't gonna get away with nothing. Oof! Oof! Ooh. But I, I I seriously thought that um they could have ended this show here, and I would be fine with it. I don't want they ruin the whole story just because they want like another season of this one. That's fair. That's fair. I I would like to see a second season just to see what they could do with it. <sighs> Man. <laughs> All right. Um. What do you think of the fight scene in here, man? I think for the most part, the fight scenes were great. Mm-hmm. I was not a fan of the final fight scene with Kana. Um, why not? They they are trying to save Kana. And it didn't make sense. Him. It didn't make sense. Bitch yeah, got a mega was... shield. <laughs> she got a shield that blocks everything. And she yes. gets like she gets, and she takes a missile to the face, and just shakes it off from a freaking helicopter and all those tanks on the ground. But Ayano hits her with a stinger missile, and all of a sudden she's dazed. Like hold up, hold up. The payload from that attack helicopter and them tanks on the ground have to have to exceed what you are firing out of that shoulder rocket. This don't um, make sense. Maybe whatever. Um... Whatever that that uh, whatever that um, Ayanos is firing just um, stings her the most, I guess, because you know. Right. The one that, but uh, why? But why wouldn't you fire that out of the helicopter and the tanks? <laughs> Ayano needs to be the one who fire it, I guess. So plot armor is that what you're telling yeah, me? Plot armor. <laughs> fail, plot armor. fail, fail, fail. <laughs> I mean, I I have like my guess with that that thing. I mean, when they they are firing at, at her at full blast, um, she just stood there, right? So maybe the 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 shield will weaken when she moves. Maybe. I don't think they had any plan. <laughs> that is a stretch, but that is my assumption, though, because when they attack um uh Kana. She she doesn't move, she doesn't move at all. So 
maybe that is how the shield works. If she moves, the 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 shield weakens, right? Does that make sense? No, because most of the time she gets hit, she's still standing still. When I Ayano uh, shooting at her, she wasn't standing still, right? She's fighting other other people, right? It depends. There's times where she was standing still and times where she wasn't. Yeah. But that that is my assumption. That is my guess. Um, yeah. Oh man, Asmo, this is just. <laughs> she mimics um Kisara and yeah, fully naked and stuff. Is, is that really a fan service right there, man? I don't know. I think the fan service in this one is definitely when um Sharon gets beat the first time and her armor's all broken and it's all like skin exposed. And then the whole like seduction scene between Ayano and Shu. That right there, that that's your uh, your fan service right there. Seduction scene. Oh. You don't remember the uh, the scene where she sleeps with Shu for the last time? That is not a seduction scene. That, is that like, was a total seduction scene. That is a, a heart to heart um talk right there, man. Yeah, heart to heart talk because... and then it was fucking. <laughs> because we know that um at that point she was gonna lose all of um his memory towards her, you know. So yeah, he, yeah, he knew that he was gonna that that was gonna happen, but still. Yeah. Oof. Oof. Man. Ayano is a strong girl. I I really respect her. And yeah, man. If it wasn't for for Kisara though. They, they could have been like a great couple together, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I ship them a lot. <laughs> but all in all, this is a great story, um, a good anime. I really glad that um, in this day and age, um, in the vast um, ocean of isekai anime that we are bombarded with right now, we could find like, like a hidden gem in here yeah i I glad that we we discovered this one um any memorable scene in there man honestly i think my probably my favorite scene would be the fight scene between kisara and sharon the first time when they're inside the building Mm -hmm. i thought that fight scene was great that was the first clear like indication of kisara when she's unpowered versus when she's powered up yeah, um, for me though, it, it is the fight between um, Shu um, and Miles. Um, that dude. Um, yeah, that one had some father. feels. In it. That had some feels in it. Oh man, the feel is real, man. Oh. And the fact that Shu just, oh, I will give all all of memory of that guy to you. Just, just beat that guy. Up. And then she just don't remember about that guy at all, and and the fight happens, and and Miles said to Kisara, "Please take care of you." Oh my God! Ah! And we 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 then learn about uh about um Shu's past and how the incident happens and stuff. Oh man, that was a hard thing to swallow, man. But it, it was really well made. I, I really love the story, how, how how it progresses and how Shu just lost himself um slowly. And he, he doesn't remember what, what he is fighting for, man. Ooh. Whoever who wrote this this thing get get a kudos from me, man. They definitely know how to write some uh, some emotional some some to to elicit some emotional responses from the audience for sure. Yeah, I mean, I I really get immersed in their story, you know. I mean, I, I can feel how um Ayano's feeling, how Kisara's feeling towards stuff, and even how Shu as a person becomes more and more less of uh less of himself and just becomes like like a puppet, you know, becomes mm-hmm. nobody. Man, this is so well made. I really respect that. 
Um, any other memorable scene in there? Uh, I mean, I did enjoy the final scene. It kind of reminded me of old school anime where you have like everyone. the final the showdown between like everyone's there, but you see that like final showdown and the main like the main anti- uh, protagonist ends up jumping out the window before the whole room explodes, kind of thing. Like I feel like I've seen that a thousand <laughs> times, but it's still nice. It's a nice little homage to the past. Yeah, um, they have that. They have like like the um old school action thriller vibe in there. It it, it felt like 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 a cowboy movie at one time, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and when when that 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 police um died, that one too man. Yeah, that was. That was sad. Yeah, I mean, Mas had to do it. I, I don't know what is his uh, end of of the bargain, you know, for um saving his own daughter, I guess. So it was his. So he gave up some of his memories as well. Really? That's why. That's why when um the nun said. To take the memories from Miles, Miles couldn't mm. identify who his uh, who was his higher up was was because those memories were taken from him. That's why when Miles when you see the flashback and he sees his daughter's out playing in the yard and he's in mm-hmm. the he's in the the living room and he gets the package yeah. he opens it up mm-hmm. and it's he it's his notebook explaining everything that happened because his memories were taken. But um. The the caption in, in my version of, of this thing said, um, "It is a letter from you and was sent from you to you." Right, it's a letter from you to you. Yeah. So is he the one who, who, who um write that that down, or somebody else? No, he wrote it to send himself. It's just like Shu and Kisara do when they write on their hand. And they see their hand, they see the the message in their handwriting, and they know just to do it because it's their own handwriting. Okay, 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 that is interesting. But yeah, I I I truly feel uh, sympathy towards that police. That is a a really nice guy who who really wants uh, to find the truth and really wants to help you, you know. Yeah. But yeah, okay. the fact that Mars who, who did it is. It's a bit um depressing to me, you know. <laughs> I mean, couldn't he? They they find someone else in there. It wouldn't have hit as hard if he did. Yeah, I I have to agree. And and in the flashback to um Mars um, Asmodeus just doesn't care about Shu, right? And no. Asmodeus could have like killed Shu at at that that moment, but Mars uh, really as a nice guy couldn't like take it or maybe he feels guilty about it he just took care of you knowing that one day this kid will find and hunt me down and kill me you know he'll find out no i'll have to deal with the consequences when he does yeah man bro oof the impact that we as audience felt is really 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 big Uh, all right, so let's talk about um, some characters. Um, we'll do it like different way today. So, favorite waifus. <laughs> favorite waifu. Oh, mm. you're getting the hard questions now. Yeah. See, there's a problem. There's a problem here. There's a problem mm-hmm. here. Yeah. So, of course, I have the waifu that I'm like, I would waifu for laifu. And then there's a waifu. <laughs> there's a waifu for a night. I mean, um, wanna do that that game? Um, Mary. Oh, uh, Mary fuck kill. Yeah, Mary fuck kill. <laughs> All right, I'm down. I'm down. All right. Um, yeah, yeah, sure. All right. As much as I like Kisara, I'm gonna have to kill mm-hmm. Kisara. Um, just why? She sacrificed herself, man. At the for end, shoe. I'm yeah, for shoe. <laughs> I'm not shoe. I'm not shoe. 
Okay, this is not based upon compatibility in a long-term relationship. Shut up. So okay, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm killing Kisara. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm fucking Sharon, and I'm marrying Ayano. Marrying Ayano, huh? Ayano's oh. ride or die, dude. Yes, yes. Um, I will agree on Ayano's part. Um. But I will change the the Sharon and Kisara part. I will kill Sharon. I mean, she we she's tough Sharon. and everything, You're but very I will fuck Kisara. I will fuck Kisara. <laughs> okay, that's fair. But that's but fair. Sharon though, she's the type that if I mess up, she will come and find me. Let's <laughs> be right. It's gonna be it's, it's it's gonna be one night, but it's gonna be a fun day. Sharon is like, yes, the, I mean, like the idea, the, the epitome of I'm here for a good time, not a long time. I mean, just just think of it. If Sharon finds out uh, that um, I'm fucking with Kisara, right? She will come breaking breaking down my window or just trashing my door open and just kill me right there and then, man. There, there's no hesitation at all. <laughs> that oh, is yeah. the sort of woman Sharon is. Oh my god. <laughs> uh yeah. Uh, all right. So that is done with. Um so um favorite characters. Uh Honestly, I got to go with um it's Miles, right? Miles. Yeah, yeah Miles was the father, yeah. Yeah, I got I got to go with Miles. Miles was he was such an interesting character and he even while playing the villain he still you could still see like the pain in his eyes from doing what he had to do yeah i mean he he killed he kills smile uh, he kills uh, mikami the the police yeah but you know he didn't want to he just knows he had to to protect what he built yeah i mean Miles had is to definitely talk Miles is my like, yeah even though he's even though he's such an even though he was the villain in this, he's still my favorite character. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know um, who's my favorite character is um, the girl who, who um, deliver deliver the stuff, the express delivery man. <laughs> <laughs> the girl with all of like thirty seconds of screen time. This, this is not like like the same day shipping like, like the the Amazon Prime type. This is like instance man. A minute, <laughs> just a minute. So the moment you hit transmission, <laughs> the moment you hit buy, she will be there in a minute. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I mean, um, uh, for um, serious talk, my favorite character would be Ayano. I mean. I know just just stay there man just being 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 alongside Shu at all times even though she knows that um she was being betrayed and and stuff and yeah <laughs> but she's still there to support Shu no matter what um she's a trooper I, I love that character I I love Ayano so much she would even like do everything for you no matter what like she could die for you man oh. even though that she w- wasn't will will get like be appreciated at the end and she knows that she will not be his only love but still um the love that she felt towards uh is truly genuine in my opinion so, how about your least favorite character? The character that you hate in here? Hmm. Least favorite character has got to be, you know, what is that point? The little, like, mastermind watching everybody and girls in the shower pool. The mayor's son. Uh, Mi- Mikhail? Yeah, Mikhail. Yeah. I mean, he purposely being, like, like annoying. <laughs> the the first time they they introduced the character and the moment they they introduced like he is the one who controlling the the city I guess it makes it even worse 
and yeah, he is the worst kind of a guy. And I, I don't know what what he is um what is his goal doing uh, stuff like this like what is his goal trying to help you? I get from 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 the dialogue that he is trying to um take revenge on on his little sister as well, right? I don't think he's trying to take revenge on his sister. I think he's trying to take over. He he has ambitions to take over the city. I mean, he is already controlling the whole city. So what gives? The mayor is just he, a, a puppet, the, like a figurehead. Right. But he wants he wants to be and he wants he wants his time in the limelight. That's all it is. I don't know. I cannot see what what is his goal there. What he's trying to do over here. What what does he get from what he did? And yeah, I, I don't know. What is his true intention? I cannot see that at all. No, his true intention is just to be the power in the city because he's got this whole like control and savior complex. It's like if you do if you do wrong in my city, it's my job to take you down. Like, bitch, you're not Batman. Okay? You're a nerdy little punk looking at computer screens. You're not Batman. Have a seat. Let people do their job. He he just want he just wants to feel important. Yeah, I don't know. He's just weak and he is annoying and he is not that great. He's just like that that one dude that like a really rich dude that that is really annoying that doesn't know anything about social life or or, or something like that. You know? I don't know. I, don't know. I think I get from this guy. Yeah. <laughs> He is the worst. All right. So in conclusion, though, um, if this um show somehow get a second season, what do you think will happen next? I think they're definitely going to explore um, Shu's father and either like seeing if he like trying to track him down and seeing what was going on and why he was involved and in going more in depth in his past. Yeah, I think maybe we will get an explanation why um the demons are really like uh at, attracted towards the organium, the the energy source that they founded in, in that area, I guess. Why organium is the um the the core of this whole story and yeah, they don't really talk much about the organium. Yeah. Um they don't really mention too much about it, just that it's only found there, and it's just great new power source. But if you're on a floating island, how are you? How are you mining if you're on a floating island? Yeah, they they are saying that they are like a, a mega float. And yeah, I, I don't know. But from from where I I see it, they are mining like underwater, right? Because they can move the mega float, um farther from the um, incident uh, place, I guess. But I don't know. I don't know. That is just my hunch. I would like to see the, the origin of the organium. Or maybe they... This is um highly unlikely, but I would like to see that the other countries uh, was attacked by, by the um, demon as well. I mean, maybe some other countries get the whole of the organium stuff maybe and they don't know or they don't have anybody or they don't have the power to take the demons down maybe that thing will be like really interesting as well that is what i i really like to see and i really want to see that um kana to be in action as well from from the looks of it kana is going to be like the like the the really strong um little sister that really like a a, a tad bit like a dere dere I guess maybe maybe I don't know. <laughs> uh, all right. So, will you recommend this show to other people, Shannon? Absolutely, absolutely. The show was done well enough. The story is great. The artwork is great. The fight scenes are great. I would definitely recommend this to somebody. Yeah. Um. Same goes with me. Um. It's been a while since um we uh uh had watched like a really great anime in in, in this 
um, modern age, I guess. And I would like to see more um, from from this particular studio or whoever who made the, the, this this show. And I would like to see somebody else, some other studios um, copying, not copying or making a new stuff, not just like a typical isekai and hopes for the best, you know. This is super, super great. Um, this, this feels like um, a refresher um, towards like um, anime community who really enjoys like a really good um, anime shows. Uh, so keep it up, guys. So I guess that's it. Um, that is the end of our review of Engage Keys. Um, if you like what you heard here, please give us a like, give us a follow, and give us a rating on whatever platform that you listen this podcast on. Uh, so for our Fungi fam, next week is going to be my pick. So since we are in October and Halloween is just around, so I decided to pick something spooky. Oh God. So <laughs> the next show would be like Miruko-chan. We, we watch that one. Miruko-chan. Miruko-chan. It was last year's uh, show. Is that the ghost one where like she follows people around? Yeah. Or like she, we didn't we do a first flash for this? No, we didn't. Watch this weird ass show. I mean, it, it's a character that can see ghosts. But pretends not to. And pretends not to, yeah. <laughs> It fits the Halloween theme, you know? So, yeah, we watched that one. Maybe it's going to be like a really funny show, but I don't know. I haven't watched it yet. I just read the synopsis, I guess. Um, so, if you have any comment or suggestion about our show or, or any of our future show, um, you can hit us up on the interweb. Where can people find us on the interweb, Jenny? You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Shitake Podcast. Or shoot us an email at shitakepodcast at gmail.com. All right. With that being said, um, let's end the podcast like usual. So, um, can you call that chick a nun if she is really like lewd and vulgar, you know? Yes. Is, is she really a nun? Is she really a nun? Yeah. Yes. Oh, what? None shouldn't be like that bad, like that savage, I guess, and that vulgar, you know. <laughs> but but anywho, if, if that is your kind of, of king, um, <laughs> please be safe out there, man, and please don't die. You know, thanks to a very lewd and uh, promiscuous nun. There was definitely time for all five. Wow, you are being fancy today, man. <laughs> I'm being fancy. I have words. <laughs> I have the words. But I, I don't know have the all five, man. Oh, oh man. I don't know have the all five. Com- comparing with the nun, who will win in the all five category? Uh, wait, the nun included between all the girls in the show? Yes. I think the nun wins hands down. Really? It wasn't Kisara. Like Kisara? Yeah, no, not Kisara. I, I, I thought, I, I know. Yeah, no. no, the nun definitely wins. No, 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 hold up, hold up. Ayano in the blue dress at the party. Yeah, right. Yeah, that. Remember that, that one? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hold up. Comparison. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna give it to Ayana. And and Ayana that one time when she she comes to the um house and Ayano is in in her lingerie, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Ayano wins. All right. Um, I guess that's it, guys. Um, let's say me now, Shannon. Um, Shitake. Shitake.